Okay, well, hello everyone. Everybody knows you. My name is Brian and I am uh, April's wingman on Ask a Bitch Face, admin of On The One, a funk space on Cora, and also the admin of CF Tranquility, which is the world music space that I have on Cora as well. Indie hippie space. If that's how you choose to look at it. That's, that's what fine. it is. It's the indie okay. hippie space. Yeah, over there smoking reefer and shit. I know what you're doing. I see. I know you indie hippie bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so what else? Um, I don't know what else do I need to know. Uh, what do you do for a living, brah? So I have been in the uh, utility forestry industry for 11 years. Uh, started out on a tree crew. Uh, now I am doing a crew, or I'm in charge of the group that does crew safety audits. Uh, so I've got about eight, eight or nine people under me and uh, travel almost every week, just about. So I'm always on the road somewhere in some hotel, somewhere or another. So. Let me give the synopsis on that. What he means to say is he's the fucking boss man. Okay. So he goes out there, he runs shit, and then he comes back. So that, that's it. If you got any questions, it's the boss man. Period. Okay. So, I am the captain. That is true. All right. Then. Also, Dr. Funk. Dr. Funk, yes. Don't forget about yeah. that. All right. So, Dr. Funk, let's take some uh, hotline questions. Okay. okay. Uh, first one. I'm going to go ahead because I have to. I, I can't even go. I can't scroll past this one is basically what I'm saying. Okay. So we're being asked by Chloe. Why did my dead friend's husband hit on me and then disappeared? I'm not quite certain what being uh, ghosted by your deceased homegirl's husband I, this is so much of a double entendre i can't even stand it right now like everything in me that is literary is just like i feel like walt whitman right now okay um <laughs> seriously i swear to god I, I, I yes i said it i am fucking um um longfellow right now that's that's what's happening <laughs> It's calling to the poet in me, B. I can't even take it. This is like Annabelle fucking Lee just happened. It, just take me to the sepulchre. Jesus. All right. You want to feel this? Why did her dead friend's husband hit on her and then disappear? Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. I guess I'd be curious as to how long it was between her when, when her friend died and when her husband hit on. Yep. So if it was like, you know, immediately or very soon after she died, then that's gross. That's very gross. That is that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. And he needs to be looked at by uh the CSI team because clearly they missed a murderer. Uh and honestly <laughs> even even if it was like it's a longer yucky. duration of time. It's gross. This there's still there's, there's still a boundary there that should not be crossed, yep. you know. Nope. And if she crosses it, 
it, which obviously she was considering because she's not saying, why did he hit on me? She's saying, why did he hit on me in the gut? True. No, that's true. That's concern, true. You know what I mean? Listen, what I'm picking up is she's upset because he did it and then left. Okay. Now, you know what that says to me? You're nasty. Yeah, nasty bitch. Because what are you doing? What, what, I don't give a damn. Listen, okay, check this out. Like, let's say Lisa is married to a dude, okay? And God forbid something happened to Lisa. This motherfucker better never look at me out this day. He better not cut his eye in my direction, okay? My responsibility to him at this point is to comfort him as a grieving husband to my friend, all right? That's the only responsibility that we have toward one another. I'm supposed to send a fucking casserole, all right? I'm supposed to send a damn card at Christmas. Other than that, don't cut your eye toward me because you're nasty if you do, all right? It, there's, no, there's no excuse for this shit that is passing for loyalty these days. No excuse. And how long before this hypothetical death was... Were you looking at him? Looking at, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? Because clearly you think it's okay now. Yeah, you, dirty you, already, you already thought he had it lined up. Yeah, you a nasty bitch. Yeah, you a nasty bitch. You know, I, my my question would be, what was your friend Terminal? How long you been planning on fucking her old man? You know what I mean? Clearly you a nasty bitch. You're trifling. You can't be my friend. Get the fuck out of here. You ain't welcome on bitch face. You gotta go. You ain't the type of woman we need. You know? And the fact that she's asking this question in the first place, as you already uh -huh. said, uh -huh. there was something there. Yeah. Yeah, her her concern is not as a friend. Her concern is as a, as a trifling homewrecker. That's exactly what it is. You know, so Chloe, that's to answer your question. Okay, um, whatever kinds of answers that women like you are looking for, you won't find them from me. So um, we're a whole different breed of women. Um, thank you for your question, though. Okay, so next question, Brian. Okay. Okay. Hey guys, this is Miss Macon from Ask a Bitch Face. I'm wondering if you have heard about Anchor. Uh, it's the easiest way for you to make a podcast. It's what B-Man and I use actually to make the Ask a Bitch Face podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right there from your phone or your computer. And anybody that knows Miss Megan knows I'm not computer literate at all. So if I can do it, you can do it. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and pretty much all those places that we're trying to be heard in. All those fancy places that B-Man keeps talking about. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It uh, doesn't matter if it's two people, 2,000 people, 2 million people. You're still going to make money. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. That's exactly why we use it, you know, uh, here at Ask a Bitch Face. Go ahead and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What are you waiting for? So we're going to go to uh, one of the ones from a respectable woman. Uh We'll go with Lisa, okay? So, mm -hmm. all right, so Lisa asks, when so many healthy dogs and cats are euthanized every day, 
How can some people refuse to spay and neuter on their own? That's a damn good question, Lisa. That's a very good question. Okay. I don't know if there's a good answer for that. Well, there's a good answer for it, but it, I'm not going to give it. I'm going to go on a fucking tangent. So, you know. <laughs> well, as as far as why why people don't do it, mm-hmm. I don't think I should say I don't think that there's a good reason for them not to do it. Because there isn't one, you know. You know. Because they're obviously they're uh, irresponsible mm-hmm. douchebags. That's why, you know. You, well, I think um, there's a, there's a combination of being irresponsible, uh-huh. being ignorant, lazy lazy mm-hmm. you know there was there was one answer i read um about a cat i believe that uh that the owner for some stupid reason didn't want to get spayed and was surprised that wouldn't you know it has a bunch of a bunch more cats now doesn't know what to do with them nice you know nice. and doesn't yep. understand the correlation between between the two things that's responsible pet ownership right there yep yeah, yeah. Listen, I put the word out on bitch face many, many moons ago. If there's something going on with your animal and you can't get them help, you let me know. I will find you help. And do you know that people have used that option? Several people have. Allie found her a low-cost uh, vet clinic, you know, to take care of her cat. Had a lady uh, a couple weeks ago that had a pit that needed some veterinary work. I heard some help, you know. It's what I do, a network for animals, because I love them, you know? Mm-hmm. This shit here, unacceptable, unfucking acceptable because what you're doing is you are creating a problem for me down the road. You're being an irresponsible douche and you are creating a problem for somebody who's gonna have to come along in a year or five years and fix this problem. Fuck you, you don't deserve an animal. You're, you're your dog deserves so much better. Your cat deserves so much better because clearly you just don't give a fuck. You don't care what they're out here getting into. You know, you don't care about their health. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Like if you had kids, would it be okay if your 14 year old daughter was out here having, you know, kid after kid? That's essentially what you're doing. You're responsible for this animal, dude. you're doing nothing. You're not living up to your fucking responsibility. You're a piece of shit. Actually, I wanted to bring something up on, on that front about being a, re- a responsible pet owner. Now, mm-hmm. in my line of work, I've been in, I mean, countless backyards, uh, you know, alleys, okay. fields, and all kinds of neighborhoods. And I, so I've seen a pretty wide spectrum of how people take care of their animals, especially, especially when it comes to dogs. Uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. there are so many people that just put their dogs on a chain in the backyard and just do nothing with them, just have them just run around oh, you untrained, the, you know. You mean the people that need their asses kicked? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Let's see, I've been bitten three times by a dog. One of my coworkers back in, I think, 2011, 2012, got attacked uh, by a dog who had dug under um, chain loop fence owner knew that was happening didn't do anything about it for months and months yeah and he was in the other backyard the, the adjacent backyard and the dog had dug enough of a hole under to get under and attack him in his uh thigh back of the phone that dog was taken away and had to be put down right because of its own because of the owner yeah and the owner was i, I saw him go out there protesting that 
you know, you have the right to take my dog away and, and my dog doesn't do any harm and so on and so on and so on. But this guy just literally chained his dog up and just left him and in the backyard. Nothing. That's it. Threw some food at it every couple of days. Yeah. Okay, Lisa has a neighbor, all right? And the neighbor has a dog named Lucy, okay? Lucy is a, is a prisoner. She's not a pet. She's a prisoner, all right? Lisa goes out and tries to console Lucy every now and then, all right? Lucy's out there, rain, shine, cold, hot. I've already said I'll go out there and kidnap her in a heartbeat, you know? It breaks my fucking heart. When I, listen, I lived a couple towns over. Um, in the hood, of course, because, you know, that's where I stay. So these people had fighting pits, okay? And I don't know if you know much about when people dog fight, um, but they keep them in these cages that are like two by two, stacked on top of one another, chained inside that cage. So the dog basically can't even sit down, okay? Yeah, you you have an animal who has to stand constantly in a cage in the heat in the fucking rain that's a prisoner that's not a pet you don't love that animal if you put that animal in a miserable situation and expect it to take care of you why would it? I'd be trying to get away from you. And I would certainly hope that if they were ever given the opportunity, that they would. As a matter of fact, if somebody attacked you, I would hope the dog fucking jumped in. You're a bad, bad person if that's how you treat an animal. There's no excuse for that. We're not living in the days of the Bible where it was un. You have a water hose. Wash the fucking dog and take it in the house. You know, it, there's no excuse for the way these animals. They're really not. Can't say enough that if you don't want the responsibility of loving an animal and treating it like a member of your family, then don't fucking get one. Don't do it. There are enough people who love animals who we'll handle that. You, you leave it to us. Stop doing this shit to these dogs. Stop it. These cats that are out here, you know, howling outside my window every night, you know, fighting with one another because you don't take your fucking cat in the house. You know, what is wrong with these people? Why are you doing this? Some people, they just view, especially when it, when it comes to dogs, you know, pit bulls, Rottweilers, German Shepherds. dog. Guard dogs. guard dogs, untrained guard dogs that they just, savages. just Savage beasts. Keep, keep in the yeah. yard and just attack anything that comes in, you know. They don't they don't view them as 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 creatures, as as you know, as as creatures that they don't think they have souls. Soul, yeah, exactly. They that can yeah. be loved and, and taken nope. care of. They're just they're just tools. They're, they're tools. That's all it is. Yeah. They're just tools to them. Yep. To it, that bothers me a lot, Brian, because you know that people that view animals that way, like we all know that people that uh, 
kill animals, children that kill animals. That, that's part of the trifecta of the serial killer. You know, yeah. everybody knows that. Okay. But what they don't think about is you've got these people that are as adults out here, antifreezing cats, you know, shooting dogs, whatever, however they're harming them, you know, and we're not looking at these people as though they're still on the spectrum of the trifecta. And they are, they most certainly fucking are, you know, if you're antifreezing a cat, you're doing the same shit that these little assholes that turn into serial killers were doing. It's just that you're not cutting them into pieces and, you know, putting them in a pentagram or whatever the fuck it is. You know, mm-hmm. you're still the same piece of shit. You're still out here taking something with a soul and you're hurting it. You're maiming it. You're killing it. You do the same thing to a human. You got no compassion. You got, you, you just, you don't have good in you. If that's how you treat something that can feel and experience emotions. And we all know that animals can, you know, I mean, even birds and their goddamn dinosaurs, you know, even birds care for their owners, recognize their owners, you know, it's to be able to hurt something that, you know, has feelings. You're a fucking monster. You're a monster. You're not a good person. And I don't affiliate with people like that. Let me find out who it is. That's got this cat that keeps crying out here all night because somebody won't fucking take it in. I bet you I give them the nastiest fucking stank face every time I see them, you know, because they deserve it. I hope it ruins your fucking day, you bitch. I hope every time you see me in the driveway, it ruins your day because you deserve it. You ruin that cat's day, you know, leaving it outside, having to fucking fend for itself every damn night, fighting with these tomcats and shit around the neighborhood. That's what you got that cat for? That's supposed to be your pet. pet. Fuck out of here. You know, these are the same types of people who will uh, harm children. And in a heartbeat. And the correlation between this is you have a, you know, you have a young, defenseless, small creature that is dependent upon you for love, for shelter, food, the whole nine yards. So you get your power kicks your power trip off of abusing something that can't fucking defend itself exactly and we're talking about ultimately we're coming back to the same thing is power having power over something or someone i just want to do my job mr penis you know what i mean yeah Yeah. it's the same group it's the same you can tell me that they're not sociopaths i'm gonna tell you that they are okay if they don't have a problem Forcing their will upon everything around them, that's a fucking sociopath, okay? That's going to be your, uh, that's going to be your Bernie Madoff. I bet you he don't have no dogs to the house. I bet you. Want to know why? He doesn't have a need for one. He's got security. Now, if he was uh, Bernie Madoff when he was still living in the HOA, you know, I bet you he had a couple dogs that were chained inside the fence that got tossed some food once or twice a week, you know, and expected to be guard dogs because that's the only use that people like this have for anything that they cannot completely and totally uh, either ruin, abuse, um, take, take full advantage of, you know, they, they, it's, 
you'll see the pattern in their lives. You know, they, they destroy everything they're near. You know, people like that should have pets. They shouldn't. I wouldn't want to be uh, some sociopath's dog, you know, just imagine, imagine how, I'll tell you this, I read a very interesting story once, um, daughter of a serial killer. Uh, one. have something telling them not to posture, you know, and um, I, I honestly believe that, that they think that they'll be called out. That's why people that don't like dogs, you know, they're always like, oh, I can't stand it. They're always trying to jump at that. You, you want to know what it is? They know you're a terrible person and you know that they're going to call you out for being a terrible person. Like I, I've, I trust my dogs implicitly. You know what I mean? Why are they going to lie to me? Why are they going to tell me you're a bad person if you ain't a bad person? Like if you had snacks in your fucking pocket, you know, and they still said you're a bad person, you definitely a bad person. You know what I mean? If you can't I mean, even they, snack, they, like they don't, they don't, you know, have the kind of duplicity that uh, that humans have. You know, just very, they're about as honest as you can as you can have. You know, that's right. That's right. They don't have that that filter that tells them, you know. Oh man, I probably shouldn't posture today. You know, this is Susan from payroll. She doesn't like that. Like they don't, they don't have to do that, you know? And so if they tell me that you are a piece of shit, I believe them, you know? And, and that's, that's what really gets me about these people that say, Oh, well, I just don't like dogs, bitch. How can you just not like dogs? Like dogs are amazing. You know, they're the most amazing thing on face of the planet. They just want to love you. Like you don't like something that just wants to love you. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. You know, I, I, don't I, don't trust, I don't trust anyone who doesn't. I really don't like either, dogs, bro. You know? I don't either. If you don't like a dog, there's something fundam fundamentally wrong with you. It, 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 what's about it? Because the type of people that don't like dogs are the type of people that you got to watch them. You got to watch them around your kids. You, gotta, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's Uncle Steve over there. You don't leave the babies outside with him. You know what I mean? You better fucking make sure there's an adult around, you know? And, and that's, that's a real live deal. If I wouldn't trust you to watch my dog, you're not the type of person I even want in my house. You're really not. So that's what I think about that. And I feel like these uh, these assholes that, that, that keep them on chains in these little tiny cages. And, you know, you're, you're the type of person that I'm talking about when I say this. You're disgusting. You, you make me sick. You make me feel sick. There's no reason for it. If you have access to shampoo and water, there's no reason why your animal should not be in your house. None whatsoever. None. You got to you up the damn tank what's wrong with these people if you got every excuse in the book I'm good kind of went out for a minute there did you bet okay there we go <laughs> all right so you want to take the next one yeah go ahead
Alright. Next caller. Alrighty. So our next caller is going to be Jean. Uh-huh. Miss Jean Ann Nelson. What do you know about doggy anxiety? Mine has meltdown so bad. She's pooing. Okay. I feel like I'm not giving her the right signals. She lives to be with me and I feel like I let her down. Okay. All right, Jean. So, okay. I understand your fears of not being a good pet owner. All right. There are some times where I feel so bad because I yelled at my dog that like I will catch myself. I'm about to cry. You know what I mean? Because I yelled at my baby, even though fully they deserved it. You know what I mean? But because I did it, I'm, I feel terrible about myself. I feel like I'm a horrible fucking person because I know that in that moment, I just broke their heart, you know, because I, I'm their person. They live for me, you know, and, and I'm yelling at them. What is wrong with me? You know what I mean? But guess what? We're not perfect. Okay. If you were perfect, you would be a dog. That that's all there is to it. You would be one of my dogs because that's the closest step to heaven. Like that's your last step in reincarnation. You get to be one of my dogs and you go on to heaven, you know, like you can't get a better life. Listen, you're not failing your dog. Okay. If you're loving your dog, if your dog is in the house with you, if your dog is well fed, or even if you can't feed them well and you're looking for help, you know, you're doing right by your dog. So stop, stop thinking you're failing. All right. You're, you're better than 80% of the dog owners already. If you got it in the house and you got it fit. So, uh, as far as anxiety, I know that it's a real live situation and with dogs, it's just as bad as it is with people. I know some dogs that are on doggy Xanax and it's the same Xanax that they give people. So they're, they're suffering with it, you know, but you know, I know you personally, and I know that you've got some turmoil in your life and in your house, and they pick up on that. Um, they pick up on a lot more than you think. So, yes, turmoil in your house will give your dog anxiety. Yes, it will. Um, in a heartbeat, it'll do the same thing to your. It does the same thing to your kids. You know, it does the same thing to you. It, you got to get the turmoil out of your life. You gotta, it's not everybody's gonna have a good day every day, but you gotta have a good day most days, you know? And, um, and I know that you've got some, some situations where that's not happening. And I hope for your sake and for your dog's sake that you can alleviate some of those situations soon because it's not good for either one of y'all's health. So, um, I hope you work on that. Brian, what are your thoughts on it? Actually, you, you said uh, two of the things that uh, I was going to bring up. First being that um, the fact that she is riding in um, and obviously, you know, loves her dog, cares about her, um, is obviously a great step. Just full stop. Um, but, yes, if there is a lot of conflict, turmoil at the, in, in the house, just like with children, as you said, they're going to absorb that because obviously they have feelings they can they can feel and sense what's going on in the house that's right so that needs to be addressed 
first before um, before you know any any further uh, care can happen. Because if you're not happy and the situation, whatever the situation is, is is not happy, it's you know it's tense, it's fraught, then yeah. you're not going to be happy, and neither neither are your dogs, you know. So nope, yep, your animal's going to pick up on your unhappiness quickly, you know, and um, and whatever it is that you are trying to uh, to you know, let other people believe that's cool. Play that shit at the office or whatever, homeboy. But, uh, you know, your animals are going to know. They, they know everything. You know, they just, they, they sense it. They know. And uh, an unhappy household, it, it's shit for everybody there. Not just for you and, and your old man or you and your kid that are fighting or who, wh whatever the case may be. If you got turmoil in your house, everybody is upset. You know, every living being and that includes your animals so um, as much as you try to you know yep. hide it uh, uh -huh. at some point you're going to take it out on them oh yeah you yell at your, at your cat for being on the counter when really you want to yell at your husband because he cheated on last month with martha down at the fucking bowling alley you know what i mean it's not your cat's fault don't yell at your cat it's not your cat it's your fucking husband you got to get rid of him you know and martha needs her ass kicked you know what I mean? But it's, it, it, again, you you are the only one that can clean up your house. You know, my Swiffer is cool for my house, but I ain't going to come over and run it at your house. You know, you got to know how to do those things on your own. Take the trash out, boo-boo. Take the fucking trash out and, and, and straighten your home. Get your affairs in order. I guarantee you to straighten that dog's anxiety out. Huh? Got it. Oh, your signal is uh, low again. Your bandwidth is low again. A lot of mercy. Oh, wait. It's, it's, yeah, it's just the master of the fucking bandwidth, okay? It's tripping about uh, jumping on, taking questions. So, okay. Lisa wants to know. Cut now, or am I on? I was gonna say, yeah, you're on. You're still, you're still cutting in and out. Is it saying I'm low? Yep, sure is. Son of a bitch! I don't know. I don't know what the fucking deal is because I got the thing off now. Listen, uh, if I ever got some strong Wi-Fi. I'd be a force to fucking be reckoned with. I really would. Like, <laughs> I would world if I had some Wi-Fi that could keep up with me. <laughs> so, so Lisa wants to know, <clears throat> why so many cat owners refuse to accept the truth about, you know Lisa's stance on declawing, okay? You leave them defenseless. Uh, okay. You're leaving your cat out there unable to do shit for itself. All right. Okay. So that's also, uh, that's also, you know, homegirl mm -hmm. stance on it too. And you know, she, ooh, Laura, Rachel, man, she'll lose her mind. <laughs> on Rachel, we love you. 
<laughs> so I do not want to be on the other side of the courtroom from her. I tell you that. Hell no, nah, I ain't got a one eight hundred lawyer bitch today. That's the uh uh bitch, please. So Rachel, we got you, boo. We got you. So okay, it's the same thing. It's the same as with with dogs left outside in the weather. You know, you're 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 taking an animal and you are claiming that you love it and you care for it and whatever, but it's more important to you for couch arms and your cat able to defend itself against something if god forbid it should be out you know you're basically saying that uh, what happens to your animal doesn't matter yeah your your own personal comfort is is, is more important than the comfort of the animal that you have chosen to take care of. I mean, it's pretty cut and dry with this. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's inhumane. Yeah. It, I mean, imagine cutting off, you know, your fingers, your toes. It, it, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I honestly do not understand why people think that it's okay to do that. I have no idea what goes through their minds, but yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty cut and dry. It's it is something that should be outlawed. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, you know, it's 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 uh, I'm sorry, uh, June, that your chair is a. Uh, you know, so fucking precious, but um, it, it's it's not going to really hurt you if 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 your chair arm gets some scratches in it, you know. But it could really fuck that cat up, you know, being out there unable to take care of itself. And clearly, you ain't gonna do it, you know, since you're out here trying to rip its fucking toenails out, you asshole. So, you know, I, I'm I'm glad Rachel goes on those tangents, you know, because somebody needs to, somebody somebody really needs to. And these vets that are still doing it, you're dicks. So um, thank you for putting profits above, you know, animals' health and safety, you fucking assholes. So um, now I did tell um, Rebecca last night that one of the things that I hope to happen with this, um, okay, Rachel is uh, indisposed right now. But um, I had brought up the fact a while ago that these douchebag pit bull owners that keep getting dogs and not training them, not taking care of them, chaining them in a yard, and then something happens and the dogs are put down, they're allowed to go on and get another dog. And they do. Many times. More dogs. You know, they don't give a fuck. They don't care about this dog that was just put down, you know. Um, I think that we need to have a registry for these assholes where once they do something like that and a dog is taken from them and euthanized, they're not ever allowed to own another dog. It, they need to never be able to license another dog. Never, never. You need to lose your ability because you're obviously a piece of shit. So, you know, something has to be done. Something's got to be done about these people, you know, and, and until until responsible pet owners and pet lovers, you know, stand up for 
these other animals that God forbid. wind up with these shit people it's still it i mean it's just it's a repetitive cycle you know these these guys that have these junkyard dogs you know that they they throw them a bag of food out there once a week on payday after they've had a case of bush in the fucking yard you know they're never going to care about these animals they don't give a shit you know but i do i do care you know, and I know there are lots of other people that do too. Somebody's got to stand up for these dogs and these cats. Like, so I want to see, you know, maybe what Rachel thinks about, um, you know, is there some way that we can, I don't know, start a petition, start a fucking something local, you know, to, I don't know shit about the law because I try to avoid it with everything in me, you know, but, um, me too, I, but, uh, I, I know pumpkin, but you know what I mean? Uh, it's some, we got one among us that can talk to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she's the spokes bitch for it. Like Rachel, we need you to talk to the legal professionals, please. Like, uh, the rest of us are scared to deal with the police, but we need you to go on and be the spokes bitch. So, you know, it's, um, it, it, it something's gotta be done. And I mean, as far as I can see, the only thing that we can do at this point is take away the ability to hurt any more of them. You know, you got to put a buffer there and I can't go and be in everybody's fucking front yard. I can't show up at everybody's fucking house and show my ass, you know, I mean, I can, but it's going to take me a while. You know, so like, if you want to see me bow duke it across the hood of my fucking car, you know, then that's cool. I'll be in your neighborhood. I don't know, eight weeks from now. So keep on fucking up and I'll show up, you know, but really it's there's there's got to be there's got to be something that we can do like this is unexpected and it has reached there there was a couple weeks ago here in manatee uh, which is a couple counties over um four pits um that were all being raised in one house by three different shit owners who uh basically just let them run amok uh and uh, run around outside with no supervision, no uh, training, no nothing. They went to attack a dog that was being walked uh, by its owner, a woman. And then the woman, of course, being a pet mom, tries to save her dog and was seriously injured. And uh, all four dogs were taken for euthanization. That is not the fault of those dogs. That is the fault of those fucking assholes that own those dogs. Never should you have untrained dogs that you allow outside to pack up, first of all, because once you give the dogs the ability to form a pack, you're done. You know what I mean? You, you, you've lost all control. You should have done something long before this ever happened. So now you've got dogs out here roaming like a wild pack of dogs, okay? They're going to do what a wild pack of dogs does. That's not their fault. These owners are fucking assholes they should never have dogs again never they caused a dog to be seriously injured and a woman to be seriously injured and that is not those dogs fault that's those owners fault 
So, you know, but they got a ticket, a fucking ticket. Fine, a couple hundred or something like that? Yeah, a couple hundred yeah. bucks. And then they can go right on down and, and get them another dog. Get them another pit. Because apparently they're disposable dogs, you know, with, with no soul who can't feel anything. And, and they're just good for, you know, eating people. So, you know, that is another point there is how, I mean, obviously the perception of pit bulls is what know. it is because of people like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're vicious killers. They murder small children in crosswalks every fucking morning. You didn't know. So what I wonder is, you know, it, it, it depends on the area, you know, uh, but I think we should also raise the standard of the initial adoption as well. I think depending so too. On, you know, obviously it goes, it goes depending on what, what, whatever uh, shelter you're going to. Uh -huh. uh, but I think that there should be a higher standard, higher, higher set of qualifications, I should say, uh -huh. before yeah. you're able to adopt a dog in the first place, before you even get to the second one or the third one sure. or what have you. Sure. Well, right now the standard is you have to have $50 in the fucking pulse. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is basically also the standard for dating. So, you know, sure. you can get a pit bull and a girlfriend if you have $50 in a pulse. Um, it's Hell of a night. Listen, I ain't it though? Ain't <laughs> it though? Shit, I'll take the pit bull. You can keep the rest. Check this out though. Wow, it really is. But now, you want to know who has some fucking standards? Fucking rescues. You can't get a rescue fucking dog to save your life, baby. You can't even foster for these sons of bitches. Like, they look at everybody like they are, listen, I walk in these bitches, they're like, <laughs> like, give me the stand. Bitch, do you know who I am? Like, <laughs> the fuck out of here. You don't look at me like that. What is wrong with you? But they have to be. These dogs have already been so fucked up by people, you know? If these shelters had some bitch on their team that looked at bitches funny when they walked through the door, maybe there'd be less of them ending up in the rescues, you know? So you got you to gotta fucking come up with the front line, man. You got to come up with the front line. And right now, we don't have a very good one at all. Before I moved uh, from Houston, I was, I was actually looking into uh, adopting dogs i went to i think about maybe four or five different shelters over there uh -huh. and like you just said the qualifications do you do you have i think it was uh for one it was like 75 dollars uh, and a pulse and a pulse, Don't forget pulse. And yep. a pulse, you know and that was it and I, I was pretty i was pretty shocked that the that's all you needed i mean anybody with a little right. bit of money can go in and you know I've seen these, I've seen these, listen to this. I saw somebody go to the fucking shelter and get a dog. They didn't even have a damn leash to take the dog out on. And the shelter gave them, what? You see the quality of care that's about to happen and you let them. Are you fucking for real? Like immediately the dog's in danger and y'all don't care. Y'all, for real? This is, y'all the front lines? Y'all the fucking front lines? Because y'all failing. Like, if y'all was the front lines in any other area, bitch, oh my God. If you were the front line in the zombie apocalypse, my brain would not be safe. If you were the front line in fucking traffic patrol, you know, like, uh, somebody better get a meter mate. Like, you bitches fail. 
you fail completely. You suck. You're terrible. No, you're right. And and it it was it was and still is unbelievable, but that's that's the reality we're facing, you know? Yeah. So that standard should and that will have a trickle down effect, as you said, on Absolutely. the amount of recipes that are available. So it all, you know, it's all it's all symbiotic, you know, it's all part of the yeah. same same system. And, and I'll tell you this, it's if you get rid of the responsible or, or the irresponsible pet ownership element. Not only have you now uh, reduced the number of rescues because of these douchebags owning them, but also because you don't have these assholes out here that aren't getting them spayed, that are letting them have nine, ten litters, you know what I mean? And giving them to, you know, Joe Bob down the street and, uh, you know, Kathy, who's been divorced five times and every time she gets divorced, she moves apartments and can't take the dog with her, you know? So you're getting rid of these repetitive uh, situations with litters that are not getting spayed and neutered and you're getting rid of these uh, revolving door pet owners, you know, you got, you, you gotta have, you got, it, it's, it's gotta be, a, I mean, there's gotta be something we can do. There's gotta be. Cause I, I, I mean, I can get into bubble Capri right now and be down the road in Juanita kicking indoors and taking dogs, you know, but it, I mean, I'm going to be there a while. It's going to be a little bit before I get out to y'all's neck of the woods. I can't save everybody. You know, somebody else got to do something. So, you know, I mean, Bubble Capri's only got so many miles on the tires, bitches. Somebody else going to have to jump up and do this, son. So, only so much room inside, you know. I mean, I load that bitch up though till it's filled to the brim. You heard me. I stack them on stacks, but you know we uh we we gotta we gotta come up with another plan. So uh, what's well, so yeah, so something we can talk to Rachel about at a, at a at a later point when she's more available. Yeah, let's do that. You know, in a because I'm I'm not I'm not in that bucket either. So yeah, I'm I'm well out of my depth with that. Uh, I figured. I figured. Yeah. Well, you know, you're black, Brian, so you can't do that. It's a, it's, you know, you just avoid it. All right. I'll say it in front of you. I got this. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we can joke about it today, but, and, and hopefully we, we always can, you know, because, um, God forbid, a day when we have to actually take that shit seriously. So, we definitely need Rachel though, because I want to. I want to know. Uh, basically, I mean, is there some sort of put already in place that you know says, "Hey, uh, you fuck faces that have had six dogs euthanized. Um, Y'all can't own no more." If so, why isn't it being enforced? And if it's not there, why isn't it? Mm. You know, I, I want to know who's not asking these fucking questions because it should have already been asked and answered. So I can't be the fucking smartest woman in the room all the time. So, but, but most of the time, not enough percent of the time. But right. you know, I got climb into the cryogenic chamber every now and then and take a fucking nap. So somebody's gonna have to step up and do a little something while I do that. Hey, there you so, go. You know, but yeah, let's um, let's 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 put that on the revisit list for uh, when Rachel can be with us. Um, I want to get that asked and answered and, 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 and definitely 
you know, even if we can't buy boats that have boats, maybe we can, um, maybe we can save a couple dogs because that would, uh, 